Welcome back, everybody, to a new product sense for this should have been last week. It's for this week. And then we're going to record another one tomorrow and then another one after that. So we'll be back in sync. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sense and Sensibility podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the unnecessary products we come across every day as moderators on Steam Hunt, a Steam blockchain based product hunting site. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. Let's get started. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi there. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh. Sorry, I can't get through. Yeah, so um, big upheaval this week, really. A bit, bit of a change around in that uh, I kind of hit a wall with doing the daily things just in general, like... Uh, and, and it was good time, really. It got to like two or three months into being a mod on the service on steamhunt.com. Lots of changes going on there. Constantly the algorithm has been updated. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff happening with partners behind the scenes. Like it's maturing fast, like fast, real fast. Mm. And I noticed something that I wasn't happy with, with things that we were working on, is that there... Although there's a community on Steam Hunt, there is like a fra- there's fragments of people. Obviously, because we're all decentralized, the way we work, we operate and uh, submit stuff. But I realized that there wasn't a lot of value in just doing the top ten things that I liked across the chain. I mean, maybe a little bit of value if you couldn't be bothered to go through hundreds per day and just be like, "Oh, what did Phil find?" But I realized that I was getting bored of that. I was getting bored of doing the linear step through. I'm going to record this. And I'd also watched a couple of videos for people on DTube who were like, oh, people are coming in here and just getting like a payout for DTube videos and yada, yada. And I had to stop and think, okay, so what value am I getting out of it? What value am I putting out of it? And I realized that one thing I've always had a bit of a bee in my bonnet about is that people don't, we don't really have like, an every day or every week promotional channel where we we see or we're constantly reminded of sustainability environmental products like we occasionally come across them or they'll come up on on steam hunt and every conversation that me and you had had was like oh did you see this this is kind of cool like when we move in the van we Mm. we should get one of these and it made me realize that we need to completely restructure what we were doing instead of it being like this is good, this is a bad thing, this is strange. I think that's actually, it It only has so much reach. And actually, if you don't have that communicative vibe, then people can take that the wrong way. So instead, I was thinking, why don't we flip Product Sense on its head to get back to the roots, the true nature of what we were really thinking about when we set it up, which was, you know, the reason why we put Product Sense under Sense of Sustainability uh, sense and sustainability yeah the reason why we put it underneath that was that we we care we care about certain products that are out there in the ecosystem there's like products that are mass produced and hope that they sell hundreds of thousands of and then there's products that like are so unique or like somebody's decided all right if we're going to stop producing a, a certain type of bad food container for instance like, how do we make a, like, bamboo one? Like, what's the process? What's what's the things involved? And I realized in, in the midst of all that, that and, and from the last three or four months, is that there's so much stuff out there in the world that it was actually suffocating me that 
little bits and bobs of drones and little bits of plastic and stuff. Yeah. It, it was it was getting to me. I don't know if it, I don't know yeah, if like I things mean, a lot have been getting to you on the, on the on the platform. <laughs> but like, but I think because we, I mean, you have to think about how many mods do we have? Six or seven? There's two hundred, usually two hundred something posts a day on average. I think like what the average mod will do between you know thirty and forty or twenty and forty posts a day that you're going through every, and you know that resets every twenty four hours. So. When you not only are seeing them on a daily basis because you're modding them um, and you're just constantly going down the list and looking down the list, but, you know, just times and, you know, we've been doing it for three or four months now. Um, Yeah, it gets to be a lot and it gets to be um, it gets to be overwhelming, I think, is is like the right word. And it, it makes me very aware of how much how much is being made how much is being manufactured and like where, and where do we have room? Yeah. Like where's it going? That's Everything exactly where goes was... somewhere. Like, yeah. That, you've hit the nail on the head. Like that, that was the thing. It was suffocating my, I, I think it was cause I'm a ground sign. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck is all this stuff? Like really, you know, people, I went and had some food the other week and I remember, I think it was last week actually, and somebody asked Ella, like, oh, you know, did you go trick-or-treating or whatever? And, and I could see that this woman was, like, upset that I hadn't taken her out or, you know, uh, her mum hadn't taken her out, uh, like, door-to-door. It's not something that – she has done it before, but, like, it's not always a- able to happen. But it, it got me it got me really kind of riled up about the fact that, well, maybe I have views on, you know, the whole like commercialization of the plastic crap that you sure. see for like a week in the shops to do with Halloween and and stuff like that. And I think I think I just got to a point where I was like, I I can't talk about stuff, even though it's cool and it's interesting and it'd be cool to own one. If I'm really, really, really being true to myself. Right, like, and I I'm think just we buying said it, an idea. I'm very, buying into an idea, first, right? The very first and episode, at- or maybe the second episode. Like, my thing is like, does this item that is this item in existence? Does the fact that this exists make the world a better place or a worse place? Like that for, and I know that that seems very like abstract, and that could be argued ad nauseum, um, because you know what is better for you might not be better for me, and what if blah blah blah. Like, but. But for me, I kind of just try to drill it down to like, okay, what is this thing? Can we, like, is the cost of having, you know, 150,000 of them (laughs) in a landfill some way, are we getting back the return on the tax that we're putting on the environment? Or is this severely helping people? Like, it's difficult for me because a lot of medical devices and a lot of like these things that are helping people in terms of accessibility, in terms of, um, you know, helping people with disabilities, they're all made from plastic. They're not eco. Do they make the world a better place? Yeah, I think in some ways, I probably they wouldn't be consumed at the same rate as like the Halloween stuff you're talking about in stores. But it's like a very complex like push and pull, I think. And that's what you and I, I think, are always trying to like, that's what we're always trying to discuss and, yeah, sure, sure. and discover. And it's for me, it's a constant introspection thing that I'm trying to like look at myself and be like, okay, what kind of stuff am I sharing? Does this make the world a better place? But like ultimately, I think with the technology that we have, there's really there's becoming less and less of an excuse to not make material, not use sustainable materials. 
than, than there ever was. Do you know what I mean? It's not like the technology is not out there. It's not like th- there are people who are doing these mm. things successfully. And, um, and, and it, and it kind of just comes down to like, like what are, mm. we, it's what we're choosing to do because of speed or price, or is it because, you know, what's driving, what's driving our purchases? Like if, and, and to me, like when you go back to steam hunt, if everything in the top 10, not even, well, let's not even bring the top 10 into it, but if everything on steam hunt that gets posted every day got purchased every day, like what is, I don't know. I don't know if that, a lot of that stuff makes, makes sense from, you know, a perspective of us being around for the next 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the, yeah. I think that's the overwhelming thing for me anyway, was like after three months of that day to day to day to day, like just seeing the sheer volume of it. And even from a perspective of like, oh, somebody's hunted a drone. Here's another drone. Here's another drone. Here's another drone. It was like, not Mm -hmm. that people were either sharing the links to websites or things like that. The fact that there was that many different styles of drones on one site like mm-hmm. volume i think i just had a real real like be in my bonnet of like fuck me we have so much trash in the world we have so much trash that exists and is being continually made because we're buying it because we've seen a video on youtube of somebody flying a drone and doesn't that look cool we should buy a drone oh i can't mm-hmm. afford a 500 pound drone i'm only going to use it a little bit i'll buy the 50 pound mm-hmm. one and it'll last a couple of months and then then what like, does it sit on my shelf or does it go into mm-hmm. the bin or how does it get recycled? Is it costing more to recycle that thing? Are the parts reused? Like, there's so many questions for me. So recently I've been like, all right, I'm going to focus on things that if I'm going to minimize things in my life, if I'm going to literally strip it down to backpack kind of style, like get rid of all the plastic stuff that I have and start like flipping it, flipping into like sustainable, like objects not just purely to be like oh i'm doing my bit but more more so that i can apply that whole fundamental to my life i think it i, I, right. I think well, it's way past that's just having what i was going to say because I think, it's more, I think that more there are people in two minds about what steam hunt is and i'm not here to define feeling. steam hunt but at the end of the day this is people you know i could see the argument come up of people saying well what's the problem i'm just sharing it on a digital site it doesn't mean it's getting made or it doesn't mean that i'm buying it but the, at the end of the day, we're what we post on Steam Hunt is going out to an audience, both in Steam Hunt and on Steam It, thousands of thousands of people. Those things are, in a sense, being promoted. They're being shared. They're being, you know, people are sharing them through social, and and because of that, that is, you know, you you could remove yourself from the personal responsibility and say, like, what's the problem? I'm just posting it on my blog, like, but. what you're doing is you're advertising it, you're promoting it, you're sharing it. So like what type of things do I personally want there to, what things do I want other people to be aware of out there in the world? Like that's kind of what helps me decide what I, what I want to hunt because you're right. Like we, you know, you have a responsibility as a quote unquote advertiser, as an influencer, you know, not within the the context of our, of our ecosystem influencer, but just in general, um, somebody who's making things and sharing things on the internet, who has an audience of people. Um, I think there's, there's a heavy responsibility there to what, to what you decide to promote, you know, and what the ethics are behind that, 
that company or what that product is. You know, you're even if you're not buying it yourself, are you kind of spreading the message of something that might not be helpful to society and the world <laughs> and the oceans? <laughs> mm. I mean, I mean, this, I mean, in some ways, like, you know, this stuff's been made, a lot of it exists. I think I just got to the point where I was like, product, product sense as a podcast should be more useful in terms of what, what I would get excited about and what I get value from. And I realized there was a definite split for me. And that was that I don't know when it happened, but I, mm. I am no longer, or I think I've gone through a, a shift or a change that I'm not a product consumer like I used to be. Right, I, I'm I'm not buying stuff for right. short term entertainment or to have something because it's gonna have a a, no, a cool mean, little quirk other than to my food, life. The only thing that we buy is things like, to, for work uh, and auxiliary to make like work better. hobby or <laughs> like really, what do you and I buy before, as like, in terms? You know of what like I mean? Like I, and consumption stuff, and that's fine. That's part of you know that's part of our lifestyle that we've picked. But like, I totally get you. I, I've right. seen that kind of change in myself where it's like maybe because right. we don't have the luxury of boredom anymore. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I was bored and was like, oh man, I would love to do this or pick up that. Like, Yeah, there's that. Mm -hmm. But there's also, there's also like a shift for me from, from materialism of having stuff, but also in my head, it's like, shit, where well, I'm going to store this stuff. If I really truly want to have a decentralized work life balance yeah. in terms of where I work, how I work, how long That's I work. That's very true. Like just the, so true. just the notion of like, Oh my God, I'm going to have yeah, somewhere to store this. Has like tasks, that's, that like on thread is running in the background for me. It's has, like, Oh shit. It's, you know, like, do you know what I mean? It's like a product. For that everything I that I buy, I usually, it's about. usually so to replace something think, else because I think you and I have both in different ways been through like the purge, <laughs> the big purge of stuff. And I know that minimalism is like such a, like trendy word right now, but I think we do kind of try to follow minimalist values, yeah. I guess. And yeah. when you, when you're thinking in that way, it's like, yes, if I bring something in, then something's got to go out. Like there's a, there's, you know, it's like, it's like a game. It's like there's 25 slots in my inventory. <laughs> if I want to pick this thing up, like it's got to be replaced because that's a, what you logistically have room for and B just what, what I'm willing to have, what I'm willing to own. And like you said, those threads in your mind, like I, I know how much better I felt when I did the big purge and like got rid of so, so much stuff. Like every single, literally every item that I own to my name fits in two plastic bins that can go in my car at literally any moment. And I remember mm. the freedom and like the happiness that I felt once I got down to that. And I'm very greedy over that, <laughs> over keeping that intact. So I guard that, you know, and it's like, oh, well, who cares? It's just this. It's just that. Like those little things just add up so, so much. <laughs> so. But it, uh, for but it affords you other time, right? Because you've got that organized and it's like packed away and you know where everything is. It affords you, other, it opens your eyes to other things in life. I think sometimes material stuff can be a distraction. Yeah. It can be, I know when I, in my twenties, when I had like loads of disposable income, I would buy frivolous stuff because I wanted it because it was cool or it looked cool in my room or whatever. And I just think mm -hmm. the older I get, the more I, the more I read, the more I see, the more damage that I've, 
I've been part of. Like, let's not let's not be, you know, try and be some pariah yeah. about it. But like, at the end of the day, since the early seventies, since I've been around like forty odd years, like we've contributed to this overall problem. What you know, with our apathy, if you like, um, and consciously or unconsciously at times. And so, you know, I, I've, I got to the point with this product sense weekly where I was thinking, I don't just want to be like, I like these 10 things out of 200, because I think that's kind of dismissive as well. It's kind of like out of the, out of the hundreds or 200 things that are crappy or like, I don't, I would never buy in a million years. These 10 things are, Purpose, are kind of cool, right. but there's, yeah. there's an issue with something being cool is that doesn't necessarily mean it has a, a, lo- a longevity uh, or, or you know, it's always going to have a value or, or a purpose. And so I think, I think it came about because I was really trying to dig deep on, on legacy and craftsmanship and like family names that we're moving faster and faster into a world, which is like on demand available, like doubling in size in data size in 72 hours. Like it's, it's always growing. It's yeah, always going big. Right. And yet all the other news is contrary to that, that says, you know, we've got a problem and we need to slow it down or we need to reduce the temperature. And I'm not seeing any slowdown in any other areas. So it's cool to hunt, hunt products that you like, but I realized that I've got to the point in my life where I really want to double down on the things I want to talk about are the things that I think other people should be aware of in the world right, that right. exist and might not know exist and might not yeah, know that, that they'll feel a certain way if they spend a bit more money like where because money of goes, the story, you know, because of the hand really because of the longevity right, of that exactly. device over another device. So, yeah, I, I'm, right. Connectors. When when the oh, AI when the well, AI runs upon it, trust me, everybody's going to want to remember what what purpose dire, and legacy was and craftsmanship <laughs> instead of like just like really some square little food pellet that you call lunch. To go to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm super it's down. Like, I think I think it's a good time to take it in that direction. I think it's a good antidote yeah. for us for the way that we're feeling, you know, um, because I think I feel like. So we talk about this a lot on our other podcast, the positively negative podcast, but it's like, we're very good at like taking a frustration and being like, okay, so how can I interact with this frustration um, in a way that solves it for me or helps me turn it around or helps me like frame it in a way that I'm making things better instead of just being mad about it. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Well, it, uh, well there's no... Mm. Yeah, there's no, there's no point in being frustrated about it. Like, I mean, it really is no point in being frustrated about it from a point of view of like, this doesn't serve me and I don't serve other people being in that head state. Right. So looking, looking at what we were doing with the sort of good, bad and strange, like that has a certain amount of value because it's kind of incidental and funny and people get your opinions on how you think about things. But actually 
you know, I've carried this with me now for probably a decade. I was always confused as why there wasn't like a TV channel that run 24 seven on satellite to do with green products, like right, green, because, green and sustainability is almost like, right, because it's got a this weird voice. kind of well, because, yeah, aura around it. I think it's a lot kind of, of like, well, you know, if you've like got the extra money, then you should, should buy it. that. They, and you'll or it see it becomes like with a talking point, like, oh, you spent the extra like money and got the better version. Go it's like, into a very, and it's, like it's almost like a dirty word. It's Econess of it or the greenness of it isn't enough to sell it on its own. So they kind of go into this very like upscale, high fashion, trendsetter aesthetic on the website or the product design. And like while I appreciate good design, um, I think I don't think that people a lot of times people buy eco products because because they're eco solely. And maybe that's a good strategy. Maybe these companies are realizing, okay, well, we have to make it look a certain way for people to be on board. But I think you're right. Like it's kind of always had this like fashionista upper class thing. It doesn't feel accessible for everybody at all times or affordable. But we have a unique opportunity, I think. Now is that we're we're in the we're well into the social storytelling narrative. Like we're three or four years really into it. People are getting sick of it. Um, you've got clients, and I've got clients that have certain products and services that they know they can demand a certain amount of money from from uh, maybe four x times what it's actually worth. You know, maybe mm. the 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 cost is reflective of their R and D they put in it, or their distribution, or the packaging is expensive. They haven't like. You know they don't they don't drill down on those things. They're just that's the price, and they pay it, so they have to move their prices to to suit. You know everybody's adapting in real time to these things. Um, so I think we've got a perfect opportunity right now. Is that those things are very much in demand, right? The stories and the narrative of oh this product was made by this family. This family's been going for a hundred years. They've, you know, revised the ingredients on this. You know, they've yeah, iterated yeah. that. Here's the legacy. It's a bit like whiskey, right? It's a bit like whiskey. Whiskey's got this whole big narrative of like when it started in the 1800s and they've had barrels for 300 years. And, you know, like the the tour we won, went on, you know, that what made them unique was the fact that the barrels had been, had seen the test of time. So they had like a security perspective. Mm. That, you know, the wood had to be treated in a certain way. There's a qualitiveness about it which i think can also work in eco and not be right. not not try and be so dismissive of what's been before it right so the packaging that we've always had like i never i didn't give a shit about having my kebab in a piece of polystyrene box when i come out of the chippy late at night i don't care i don't care because that product already exists it exists in the world it's already been made what we have to do or what I'd right. like to do is change right. my behavior. Because my everything goes somewhere. That. That's really the moral of all of this. After, after it's very, usually very short time with you on the product. On the product. Um, if I, it if moves it made on me and it has a whole nother life outside of you. adding to the problem. So, so, so. Right. 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 But uh, Yeah. Especially with a kebab, very sure. I mean, I mean, I'm a hypocrite because obviously, you know that that food as well is like poorly made and everything else. Like again, it comes down to behavior and inst and and timing and everything. 
but i think also what happens if you have a if you have a shop if you have a shop like that that does make that change and and puts a sticker on its door i i did this in the top 10 today which is is a complete switcheroo from the uh the 10 everyday like products i find out i've done it earlier on today which is like 10 eco products i found in the last week there's a box in there which is like exactly what i'm talking about but okay. i think once that sticker was put on the outside of a cafe to say hey we use sustainable packaging now i think that has that knock-on effect that it brings a different kind of audience to your place oh yeah they do sustainable stuff here and then also the food will change because the clientele changes right and then automatically the clientele would tell other people about it oh yeah they do vegan food in there do healthy food and then all of a sudden you, you go from being just a business at street level to people who care about your health like there's just so many storytelling points you can do there in social so i'm inter- i'm interested from a steam dap perspective of okay we've got this product hunted site we're hunting stuff on there things that we we like we find that cool you know that fit with the guidelines but i want to just take a little section of that I want to be the yeah. The I think you. I think you hit the deals with on the head. Like, eco and sustainable products stuff, rather than seems, all the it is overwhelming. The, the toys and, and you know the material. And I under I also understand what the human nature component is. Life, that is like well, who the heck cares? It's literally it's just one life, meal. You know I mean? It's just one this. It's one that. You know the the like the takeaway the whatever. Um, but I think a lot of this like is one of those things where the really the smaller the the small incremental changes over time really make like a huge, huge difference. And it's not as much, it's exactly like if you wanted to lose weight and you wanted to go on a diet, like you wouldn't wake up in the morning and then just work out for eight hours and then, you know, drink, live on lemon water. Like it's these small incremental changes that you make to your diet over time to say, okay, you know, I'm choosing this over this. It's like that very, very micro transaction type of mindset. And I get, I think that people just throw in the towel because it's just overwhelming and it's like, well, what, what difference is this going to make anyway? But I, you and I don't live a hundred percent sustainable, uh, lives. We don't live perfect. You know, we don't have like, you know, uh, we don't have negative carbon footprints. I mean, maybe sem- heading toward neutral, but it's like, if you even want to challenge yourself mm. to say, okay, for, you know, right now, I'm just going to stop buying um, no, plastic wrap. Not at all. Food. That's it. That's my only change no. that I'm going to make for me and my family or whatever. I'm not going to buy plastic wrap or, I'm, or just take one thing. And, and it, it becomes a part of your life rather than like this chore or this guilt or this obligation. It becomes like, okay, cool. So then once I get into a flow with that and that once that starts feeling good and that makes sense, like what's the next thing I can cut out? Okay. I'm going to use, I'm going to stop buying cases of bottles of water and I'm going to refill a water bottle. Like it's just those little, little things because I don't think we realize how much we, we consume and produce, you know what I mean? Like if a family of four has a, a 36 bottle case of water and they buy it from a big box store once a week, Think about what that 36 bottles over 365 days, well, you know, uh, whatever, 52 times a a year, you know, for a week. That shit really, 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 really adds up. But I think in our, in the moment of it, we're like, oh, it's just one bottle. But it's the, it's the times time uh, quotient that like really, really makes a difference. And like, if we can talk about alternatives and, and make it kind of like a really Mm. fun game and discussion of t- and finding like cool alternatives to that stuff like that makes me really stoked and that makes me feel a little bit less overwhelmed it makes me feel excited you know 
that's why I did the little video today with the with the ten objects. Uh, I I definitely feel like if and this comes from wanting to find similar st types styles of people who think like that because it, it's all very well mm. like developing communities and building communities out. Everybody's going to bring their own opinions and choices and everything to it history but actually mm -hmm. as i get older i rather gravitate to people with similar interests who may be further down that line than me that i can learn from like i think it's healthy i think it's healthy to right. reboot your peers who your peers potentially are like people who, who are doing things in a different way because i think it just sets a precedent in your life to get the most value out of your life rather than just being happy with you know the default mm -hmm. the de facto just like trudging along um and i get i genuinely get excited when i i see somebody has spent the time yeah. to re-engineer something to be either more sensible or more useful or have less impact or you know just i i love i love that somebody has had that moment where they're not happy with something and they wanted to affect a change i think that's so so valuable for right, the next generation we're to only see. being showed a very judging small on portion where, of you know the, story the damage that we've allowed to happen or big corporates have like allowed part to of the story of that the, we know is the marketing the way okay, they've, it's the, in the, store the way they managed to sell to my house and however long it's in my house for and then after that it's not my problem it's not my i don't know that part of the story i don't know this part of the story of how it got to me so it's like we get this we have a very narrow view because of i don't want to blame everything on marketers but you know they do kind of suck <laughs> like we have a very narrow percentage of what the what the story is so i would love to like like you said kind of not only find those things and share them but like maybe in the podcast we can have a section where we kind of we dive a little bit deeper into into fewer products, but really tell the story of like how they're, how they're going about it and what the process is, you know? Yeah. Well, I'd, what I'd like to do and the reason why I kind of segued into changing the podcast product sense why, why i wanted to change it is that i'd kind of wanted to do a live stream for the longest time because there's like various new tools out there to allow both people to be on screen at the same time even though you're like thousands of miles apart using this yeah. thing called ndi which is a cool little protocol technology and i i couldn't stand the idea of doing just a ask me anything show because it always ends up about people like upvoting or commenting or like how do i make the most money and yada 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 when really yeah. the reason yeah, yeah. when i stripped back everything the reason why i got involved with steam hunt is about products was my opinion on products now three months down the line and reevaluating everything being like holy shit we have a serious problem that is you know is part of the global sustain climate issue right only i don't know how big a part but it's still a part right and it and it's behavior yeah, and, and culture maybe, shift and i haven't got any right yeah. to affect that on anybody 
but and I, you I know think what I also think that it might it to might do well with people to tell things that can be made to kind of prove like as a use case us that stop and consider there are people like, is that who are option than that are interested in you know and is there more value I think in a lot of people are like oh well, we could we could change our box as a done, takeaway you know? but nobody would pay the extra money like I I don't know that people. Maybe as people who care about eco stuff, maybe we haven't done a good enough job as consumers being like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I'll pay the extra quarter. I'll pay the extra 25 cents. Like, maybe maybe it could do some use in that area as well. Like, if we can get people kind of talking about um, eco and, and kind of kind of prove that there is there is like interest in that type of stuff and that there is a market demand. At the end of the day, like companies aren't going, a lot of companies aren't going to do change things out of the goodness of their own heart. But if they know that people are passionate about it and they care about it, then they'll, they'll make the changes, you know? Yeah, but yeah, you take somebody like Dell though, right? Dell sell a hell of a lot of server technologies, right? There's data centers all over the world that constantly need oh, wow. servers. They're constantly selling servers. Like server companies are just like, oh shit, we need more tech, right? Phone up Dell, send us another hundred servers, That's a right? Now. Dell realized that they had a problem that they were spending when they look at their sustainability breakdown index, which by the way, all companies are starting to have done now over the last five or ten years. You have to have like a a sustainability report. You don't, you can't just say like we're doing really well and the profits are up and the shareholders are good. You have to be, have a like a proper like you you have a team you have a team a department yeah, yeah. that checks how sustainable that business is because actually there's incentives well, and tax breaks for Dell, being in certain like, places in the Dell world where if you are doing things in a certain environmental way and you're not damaging the environment around where the big business is like an Amazon HQ, then you get certain kickbacks, right? So. Um, where was I going with that? Where was I going with that? Oh, so, right. So, so Dell looked at their reports and was like, shit, we're spending a hell of a lot of money on custom designed polystyrene server, like wrap, like yeah. things that go around the servers. So they ended up like, I think it was about three or four years ago. They ended up coming up with a method of making mycelium based. So mushroom based packaging, which, you know, is incredibly biodegradable it just like they took it in a skip and it just Everything like goes, goes to nothing basically instead of it has to be like mulched up and sent somewhere else mm. we don't have a clue how much like uh chcs or whatever whatever it's called is released from that packaging when it's getting getting squashed or manipulated or recycled or changed to something else but i know that goes into the environment right, right? so you might as well use yeah so you might as well use something so they made and so my point is, is not only did they probably save money, yes, there was a, a, a period of time where they probably had to wait longer to get that packaging because they had to grow it, physically grow it into the molds. But then also there's a massive, mm. massive storytelling component for that, that from a stock uh, holder's perspective, you showing that the company is progressive and wants to change with the times, that has such yeah. an impact on those kind of business sit down discussion around the the round table if you like you know if your company is sustainable and the company across the road yeah. isn't then you're going to attract a whole new clientele who might yeah, not even yeah. care about sustainability but they care about you being progressive 
right? That they're investing in the future of your company. And if you care about the future of where your company sits in the future of the world itself, then there's lots of there's lots of story there's story points there you can use. So it's not always about that. It's not it's not yeah. always about like oh this packaging we'll swap it out for this one because it's sustainable. The story is is the bit that oftentimes I think the small yeah, businesses yeah. miss out on. They just see the price at the the cash and carry and like no I'm not buying them because <laughs> you know we get a hundred more or we get a yeah. five hundred more if we buy these cheaper ones. Like the client doesn't matter. Well, at the minute, there's no relationship with the client on that because I come in pissed out my face and get a kebab and walk out. Like I don't care. Like I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be sitting there gushing about. Oh, it's so sustainable and like it'll break down to. I don't care at that point. Like you have to. You have to communicate to me in different ways at different times where my eyeballs are. You know, um, it might be that my friends are trying to be vegan or or right. you know they want to eat somewhere where right. they and don't have to worry about those it's things empowering. they want to have a it, bigger it dialogue makes you about feel it like i don't you're know taking part because but you are i, I you know, like change level, i like change like, when it when it's presented like nothing that more like it makes me adapt just apathy to, it's just to the world around me which i think everybody needs to <laughs> do to feel it, you days. know it just not that you know so uh, anyway right Right. Yeah, it does. Mm. It does. Yeah, and I got and I got to a point where and I got to a point with you know the day to day like there's an apathy in this where it's just like I'm putting it out because I'm used to putting it out like oh this is what I do for this hour in the morning like this is what you know I'm used to doing this and at some point you have to address that and be like no this is not this doesn't feel like it could be something bigger whereas when i had to look at the live streaming stuff like a week or so ago it's like yeah this would be great mm-hmm. but it won't be fantastic it won't be amazing it won't be like standout whereas if i can find 25 people i really respect on the platform like tofa for one he always posts like really intriguing well stylish designed products i would love to have him yeah, yeah, like as one of the community and keep it super hyper focused so like 25 people who care about these things and in in line with that, I'm using this other service called Frame.io where people can send in their little videos that we can use within the right. clip. So I'm trying to optimize the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm looking at the whole picture and be like, how do I how do I get it so that we we plant the seed, but everybody else who comes along in the community is adding the fertilizer and adding the water and building it up and into a framework almost. Because when we get to review hunt and mm. all these other little verticals that steam hunt's going to like put up i want to be able to work with some of those companies selling those products and i want to actively use it and then i want to have a round table like once every two weeks or once a month and say all right you've had the product for a month let's talk about it and that would give that company who makes that product such valuable feedback especially we had 10 people on the show and every one of those videos could be used as a a slow release on their twitter feed oh this person from you know ohio said it was awesome this person from england said it was awesome all these were the problems but then they can go back and they can do their r&d version two one of the biggest problems that small companies have is liquid funds and the ability to promote themselves that they're the two major things that like suffocate a small business you can have the best sustainable eco design products in the world and if nobody's hearing about it like communities can't maintain your business expenses like while you're doing uh, you know in general in the water you might as well um, use what I see it kind exists. of like so as a as a tree a bit, that these I've, things I've like had a big kind of intervention split off myself, and branch off and little pockets form here and there. I think that's what's awesome about being decentralized is that you can kind of self 
um, mobilize and self-organize yourselves around the things that you're passionate about. So it's like, we have this awesome blockchain technology, so why not use it? I'm excited. I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean more than that more than anything change was needed and I'm, i've tried to optimize i guess my interaction with with this and what it could be because i think the yeah. idea was originally right. by product sense was have some kind of common sense about the things that we own but if you don't have any education on it or no frame of reference you know, mm. you're going to buy something, then you're going to let it fail. And then you're going to buy something better and you're going to let it fail. And you buy something, it's just going to, it's going to just perpetuate. So you might as well like nip it in the bud and being like, okay, you don't necessarily trust my opinion because of X, Y, Z, you don't like this or that. But maybe if you have a room full of people, like all dipping in and being like, oh yeah, it's cool for this, but right. I don't like the color of it or like right. they should have used spirit, this. I think that we've always said, really but like, like that, just in a V2 stuff, kind of way, I really think that people it's, can um, then make their like big decision based on three people or four people, you know, the platform itself um, is rather than so just somebody at the top of the tree and I think trying to shout we everybody, this, very is, concerned this is good, you in buy our mod brains in the beginning about being like, okay, let's talk about what makes a good hunt, what makes a bad hunt. Like, let's try to like get the quality um, the quality going there and inspire people. But I feel like this is a, a V2 of that, that thought, um, that kind of hones in on, on what we're really passionate about because every week we ended up talking about sustainability anyway, even if it was an indirect way, but this kind of drills down, drills that down more. And I think it's going to be a much more potent way to talk about it personally. Right. Mm. Yeah, I think I I think you can be blue in the face and tell somebody why something's better than something else and you can end up just like debating it ad nauseum like over and over and over again and it still won't necessarily fit some some person's agenda of how they want to receive that product in their life. But what you can do is is you can do what yeah. happens in pubs and bars and social venues all across the world is that people get together and they, you know, that slowly they like really release as to what, how they interact with stuff. And right. Might, might Just even the expectation break of having something out coming out of like in the a, mail, like the expectation of buying Homer getting to, of it, you or, know, instead I of totally just, get that. I see so many people just like with, it's a trap and it's an engineered trap. It's been developed stuff. over years and, and years. The, the, just so, the, the frequency of the stuff, which it is plays to all of our most human product, like losing sight sensibilities. It's a very engineered, uh, system. Should I, I'm not going to get like, you know, into my, uh, conspiracy theories but you know there's a there's a there's an intention behind it there's a reason why it's easy why it's easy to buy things <laughs> because a lot of people make a lot of money over the fact that they can figure out that it's easy for you to buy things so it's takes some it takes a little bit of self-awareness to oh no we're not doing that break out of that but it's worth it i think it's definitely worth it yeah There you go. Hmm. 
So I'm excited for that. And uh, I kind of just wanted to get that off my chest today. I know we're behind with the product sense, but tomorrow we're back to our normal. uh, Awesome. Positively negative. And then we're going to do another one on Thursday of product sense, which probably I'll talk a little bit more about the theming of the live stream. And I'm also going to talk about the storage that we're going to use because I think this is all going to cross over and be super, super efficient. Actually, it's going to become like the media (laughs) storage of bigger collaborations but also feeds into the live stuff and then hopefully we can build something out that if people want to have their own little niche show maybe you're into drones maybe you're into uh like garden furniture like whatever it is like if you're if you have a particular thing and you're collecting hundreds of them then maybe we can make you a theme and you can go off and put your own show out there like Like, and we can i don't think we're going to get better than that i think there's something to be said for uh centralized uh intention but in a decentralized yeah, no problem. way see you later guys yeah and i'm gonna close no nah. <laughs> i'm gonna close the show out thanks for being with me bye bye Thanks for spending time with us today. Subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away. And if you use Anchor FM, feel free to call in and leave us a message. We try and reply in our next cast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash product sense. And if you'd like to hang out with us on Discord, there's a link on that page as well. We'll speak to you soon.